Hello and good evening. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. We're the folks in Yelby 5, the method of the madness. Reason and the unreasonable make sense out of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing this evening? Fucking hyped after that shit. <laughs> I'm doing great. That Flat Earth conference or Flat Earth meetup, it wasn't really a conference. It was like 35 <laughs> people in a park, but that shit was awesome. That was like one of the best things I've done. You need to rent on, a conference hall. Investigations. You need to rent an official conference hall to make it a conference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. This was uh, <laughs> one of the funniest parts, actually, when we pulled up to it. So we pull up to the park. We're not even sure if it's going on. This is I, I planned this trip around one Instagram post that I saw two months ago. <laughs> so we have Christ. no idea if anyone's even going to be here. And uh, we pull up to the park and at the front of the park. You guessed it, a Freemason lodge just hanging out right at the front entrance, and we we're like, "Did I get, did I get duped? Am I about to be murdered by Freemasons in some weird ritual because <laughs> I uh, have been making fun of them too loudly? They they got me, got me pot? the old honey pot for the flat Earth meetup <laughs> in the in the park. Damn UCIA! <laughs> yeah, man, these guys are good. How did they know I'd fly to Texas for this for a picnic? <laughs> for all the spontaneous travel you do in your life, that this would be the instance when they finally get you. Yeah, yeah. But and we ended up there. It was uh, me and the Duke of Ice and his friend Kyle, and it was good. It was a good excuse to go to Texas and uh, hang out with the Duke and his friends. Oh, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah, I just want to say, I mean, thank you to Matt Long and his wife. I believe her name is Jessica. If I fucked that up, I'm sorry. Uh, they they were awesome hosts. They were great. It's like the most based family I've ever seen. It was just like them and like twelve children, just all just like. Blonde hair, blue eyed, just gems of society. <laughs> the best thing you've ever seen. It was, it was great. It looked like it was straight off of like a 1950s advert. I was kind of upset that I wasn't invited, but then when I learned you went to it based off an Instagram post, uh, yeah, I don't think I would have <laughs> agreed to that. <laughs> Honestly, it kind of came out of nowhere that I even went. I literally went because the Duke of Ice had uh, like airline mile like a million airline miles he still had to use so kind of like got me a free ticket and uh yeah flew down to texas i just assumed no one else would want to fly uh 800 miles for a for a picnic but i'll invite <laughs> you next time <laughs> <laughs> i'll be ready with that decline pretty fast <laughs> I'll, I'll let the duke of ice knows that know that he can write this off as a business expense there you go. Um, but yeah, that was that was awesome. So, but anyways, if anybody wants to call in, our number is one eight three three six 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 nine eleven. That's one eight three three six 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 zero nine one one. That is the first time I've said that correctly in like five episodes. It's been driving me insane. I keep messing it up. <laughs> not not as much as our listeners, I presume. So before we get into the topic, guys, do you want to see an update of some shit I found on uh, Mandela Effect? What they call Mandela Effect residue from the good universe that seeped over into uh, the evil universe? 
Dude, totally. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, it's still fresh in my mind, too, because I was listening to Mysterious Universe. They did an episode, I think, just last week, covering like the exact same stuff we did. Uh, they were covering a book where um, somebody went over all of it and how in 2013 CERN did something that fucked up the universes, blah, blah, blah. Are you saying that there are listeners of OK, Hear Me Out? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> <laughs> by by all so so later this episode we're going to get into this um lovely uh, scientific standard uh of of correlation uh, equaling causation and um i i think we can pretty safely say uh by this gold standard of science that uh, the mysterious universe um aaron wright and benjamin grumdy are indeed okay homo listeners yeah definitely thanks for listening guys that's, you know a, it that's is? a big endorsement it, i think we're like the david tell <laughs> of podcasting that's, that's that's what I'm hoping for. Is we're a real podcasters podcast. We have no listeners, but but all the other podcasters know about us and just copy all of just our the, shit. The industry, uh, the trades listen to us. Yeah, that's the real narcissistic delusion that I'm going to live in for the next uh, six months, just to just to get by. Boy, boy, was that delusional! Holy shit! <laughs> so, anyways, Mandela effect. Ooh, speaking of delusional, yes, Mandela effect. The one that one of the examples I gave on that episode was a verse from Isaiah. I don't remember the exact verse, like eleven six maybe, but it was and the lion shall lay down with the lamb. And apparently, okay. now that we're in the evil universe, it's the wolf shall lie down with the lamb. And that blew my mind because, like I said in that episode, we had a mural out of my church of the lion and the lamb. It was a whole mural based on that verse. And I found a bunch of examples in media of people saying, and the lion shall lie down with the lamb. In, like, the Jeffersons. It was a fucking Jeopardy question. Just play the clip. It's insane. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of this. What is the cure? Proverbs 600. The lion shall lie down with this animal. Very what is the lamb? Shall lie down with the lamb, and the lion shall lay down by the lamb. The day will come when the lion will lay down with the lamb. Yeah, but only the lion gonna get up. The lion and the lamb shall lie down together. The lion will lie down with the lamb. So, was that Martin Luther King Jr.? <laughs> I think one of them was, right? Yeah. 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 I was like, okay, what? And what yeah. was a Jeopardy question? You'd think that would be somewhat vetted, right? They wouldn't just miss the entire verse in the Bible. So, what? what is it correctly, then? Is the e- evil universe, like, the new version of it, the wolf? Yes. Currently... It's the wolf, and if you look at even old-ass Bibles, it's the wolf. But everyone knew it as the lion and the lamb. Maybe it's Hollywood's take just to be more... um, Why would that be a Jeopardy question? Why would they fuck it up in Jeopardy? You don't think they looked at one verse? There's one source they had to look up to make that question, and they just... The (laughs) Bible. Yeah. They just had to go read it, and that's where they got the question from. one version of the Bible, though. (laughs) So, so I'm I'm really curious now in uh, doing doing a segment on Jeopardy questions uh, gotten wrong or like that 
the the show got wrong, uh, especially focusing on historical things and you know how people might have learned history wrong throughout the years through Jeopardy. Well, technically, history is all wrong, probably. So <laughs> well, let's okay, but. I get what you're saying, and I me, I find that due to gross negligence, horrifyingly uninteresting. I'm How the opposite. Dare Jeopardy rewrite history like After, this? <laughs> well, okay. Scratch that. My thoughts after listening to that clip are uh, that um, lion and lying down sound very similar, and that at some point uh, it was just said in a different verb tense where they said lying and everyone thought the person was saying lying and got it in their heads and uh, voila magic I mean a lion laying down with the lamb like it's it just rolls off the tongue it's yeah it very, even has the alliteration like, yes exactly uh, a wolf yeah, so I mean it makes more sense but like whatever. it's just I don't more know catchy that's why I was the, saying the original Greek sounded but that's what I was saying like maybe it's just like uh, a small change made by like media basically on like on all senses of the scale yeah, being exactly. like oh they they heard line lays down with the lamb and it's like well oh, that sounds very catchy let's just start using that one because the one that they wrote down doesn't translate very well it's kind of dumb maybe know? but i'm going to keep bringing these in when i find them so <laughs> you'll just have to I, deny it like okay, 20 great. times in a row no i still believe in the evil universe don't oh obviously <laughs> oh yeah yeah i mean yeah <laughs> Josh is like, yeah, this, this, like, this we, does not, our disagreement here does not disprove the evil universe. Like, don't. Yeah. You're, you're from it, Josh. We've already confirmed <laughs> that. So that's why we're real. Every, that's why we don't understand some of the things you say. We were like, what? This is, this form of communication is, it's almost like there's an evil version of English that somebody's speaking to me. It's evil. I, I swear, I was. I was talking to Evil Aaron before the show, and he understood everything I said perfectly. I, I did this bit, this hypothetical bit, and he got it immediately and just laughed. It was, and then I talked to this Aaron, and ooh, there was uh, some disconnect there. See, I zoned out halfway through that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, not to go off on a tangent, but literally, whenever Josh speaks, if it goes more than ten seconds, it's like every time any girlfriend has ever told me a story. And then I, I'm just hoping for it not to end in a question that I have to answer correctly. And I'm like, uh, y yes, you, uh, that's, that's horrible. And you're beautiful and you deserve better. And I just hope that like gets me by. Oh, thanks, babe. <laughs> All right. So what's, uh, what do you guys got for us tonight? You guys got, uh, you, you did some real deep diving into some science. Well, uh, let me, let me read, read a headline or do you want me to start with just reading a headline or do you do something, Bob? I was going to say, this topic is brought to you by uh, someone familiar okay. with the show getting into an argument uh, while drinking at a bar. <laughs> 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 That's the, the perfect way to frame it. Our audio engineer uh, needs uh, ammo to win arguments while being drunk at a, at a shitty Indian casino. Actually, hell, I, I have the quote in chat. Do you just want me to read the quote that he yes, provided us? Yes, please. Yeah. Let's go for it. <laughs> It does pose an interesting problem for me. For so long, I've lived at a university. I've been around hundreds and hundreds of people who use and rely on PCR as a fundamental tool, like email. And we can do very convincing things and simple demonstrations with it uh, with undergrads where it's like, yes, obviously this works. Uh, so we all regard that one crazy guy who helped create the PCR or whatever as a lunatic. 
Um, like somebody used to be a smart scientist and help create email, all of a sudden going on the news and saying, email isn't real. It's a fraud. You aren't actually sending and receiving messages. So uh, blah, blah, blah. That's uh, effectively um, the, the point of university graduate students, lab assist, uh, lab techs, people work, you know, do the science, um, having a lot of, uh, you know, the standard use and faith in the, the, the beloved PCR test. Can I point out something really stupid with that guy's uh, analogy? Well, like, there's uh, a lot please, of things yes. very stupid with that, but yeah, but I hate start with yours. Do this. Yeah, I hate people do this with an analogy. <laughs> they take an analogy <clears throat> that, like, uh, he compared the PCR test to email. A, everyone has email. Every single person. Every single person does not utilize the PCR test. Two, the PCR test to communicate that you have a specific virus is not the same as something you know worked or didn't because you can just do it's a email is a direct result between you and one other person. You know if you got it and you know if it's right. It's not that simple with uh, virology. Like, am I like I hate when people do that shit. It's the stupidest analogy ever, and I already know that that person's dumb, and I'd never have to listen to them anymore. Yeah, like an email, you can write an email with a certain a, a certain sentence in there, and then you can like communicate with that person physically and be like, "This is what I sentence? said in that email." Yes, and it's like, "Yes, this is what it said verbatim." And it's like, "Okay, perfect. I know exactly how this works now, or that it works, and that we can use it to its like fullest extent." The PCR test. There's no other. What are you going to do? Contact the the virus and be like, is, "Is this right? Is this replication of your DNA correct?" From now on, when I send, if I accidentally send like a dick pic to the entire office, I'm like, "That's a false positive email. Don't <laughs> don't worry about that one. That happens. It's science. Don't worry about it." The that that is a PCR email, or as we we call it at the office, a, a penis containing response. <laughs> Oh God, that just that just drove me insane. Listening to that guy's stupid message, I can't believe Cabbage has to argue with that idiot. He's not going to win that argument. That's that's uh, hey, Cabbage is doing the Lord's work. He he's out there on the front lines <laughs> fighting the good fight. There's so many things about that to like to to break down. But what he's referring to, especially what I I disliked about what he said, he's like the creator of the PCR test. He kind of went like, what did he say exactly? Do you have the quote? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I threw it in the chat. Um, like, he used to be a smart scientist. Uh, oh, oh, well, that's sorry, that's the email comparison. Um, we, we all regard that one crazy guy who helped create PCR or whatever as a lunatic. Yes, the guy who made groundbreaking uh, scientific inventions all of a sudden, all of a sudden is a lunatic. I love how that happens. I love how there's so many Nobel Peace Prize winning like chemists and like microbiologists and biologists and shit, shit like that recently because of COVID who have now become lunatics that science that science has completely disregarded because they don't agree with like the mainstream topic of COVID, its treatment of COVID, the vaccination process and everything uh, uh, connected to that. And he's the first one. He is the first one. Kevin Mullis was the guy who invented the PCR test and then immediately came out and said HIV has no or no direct link to AIDS. It does not cause AIDS. Yeah, but uh, an administrator that uh, worked for the government and uh, basically his boss is lobbyists uh, for pharmaceutical companies. He said he's wrong and he's bad now. 
And then the entire power of the media then promoted that. So obviously that's what the truth is. Let's do a little backtracking real quick because I have a clip of Kevin Mullis, the inventor of the PCR test, referring to that government bureaucrat uh, and his application of the PCR test. What is it? What What is it about humanity that that that, that wants to go to the, all the details and stuff and listen? You know, these guys like Fauci get up there and start talking. You know, he doesn't know anything really about anything, and I'd say that to his face. Nothing. The man thinks you can take a blood sample and stick it in an electron microscope, and if it's got a virus in there, you'll know it. He doesn't understand electron microscopy, and he doesn't understand medicine. And he, doesn't, he should not be in a position like he's in. Most of those guys up there on the top are just total administrative people, and they don't know anything about what's going on at the bottom. You know, those guys have got an agenda, which is not what we would like them to have, being that we pay for them to take care of our health in some way. They've got a personal kind of agenda. They make up their own rules as they go. They change them when they want to. And they smugly, like Tony Fauci, does not mind going on television in front of the people who pay his salary and lie directly into the camera. <laughs> so a, a slight, slight tangent or a slight comment on that. Um, yeah, this guy's crazy. Er, earlier. Wait, uh, hold on. This guy's crazy according, according to this person who hangs out and uses this as a tool all the time. But this guy's crazy, even though he's completely 100% right. <laughs> yeah, and he invented it, and and like, okay, this is again Everything like anecdotal, you said there was right? <laughs> yeah, it it's just like gut feeling, but that just seems like a guy who actually just cares about like figuring out the right answers, like a scientist would. Oh and yeah, like, he's completely autistic. Yeah, like you were saying earlier, like it's, it's like an autistic kid trying to put a puzzle together, and someone being like, "Hey, we should put this piece here," and it's like you can't. It's not how the puzzle works. You no, that doesn't go there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't go there, and then they, and then they freak out. And <laughs> yeah, like physically can't do it, even no matter how much money they pay him. Yeah. Like, it's just it's so stupid. Like, I don't understand how these people are, think that way. We're like, oh yeah, the genius who invented this. Yeah, he's actually crazy. Uh, this guy over here, Anthony Fauci, an unelected government official for forty plus years. He's the the good one. Like, what the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? The guy might not be able to look you in the eyes during a conversation, but he knows microbiology way better <laughs> than you. <laughs> and and doc, Dr. Fauci, in case you're listening, um, you, you cannot just put a blood sample under an electron microscope and see the coronavirus there. Uh, it took me a, a pissed off a half an hour of researching to find out how exactly they see the virus. They make it glow. Um, to you know, make it uh, for sim- simple uh, terms. Is that a CIA reference, Josh? Josh, why are you making <laughs> CIA references here on the show yeah. like this? Just out in the open. <laughs> no, you guys. Okay, the dark viruses. Explain how the PCR test works to a retard like me. Uh, well, first, I I have a technical definition, <laughs> and then we can give the retard's definition. You want to do that? That sounds perfect. Okay. So they get a a sample of the DNA that they want replicated. The test tube is heated and the DNA's double helix separates into two strands. The DNA sequence of each strand of the helix is thus exposed as uh, the temperature is lowered. The primers automatically bind to their complementary portions of the DNA sample. At the same time, the enzyme links to the loose uh, nucleotides 
to the primer and to each of the separated DNA strands in the appropriate sequences. The complete reaction, uh, which takes approximately five minutes, results in two uh, helices containing the desired portion of the original. The heating and cooling is repeating, doubling the DNA uh, copies. After 30 or 40 cycles are completed, a single copy of a piece of DNA can be multiplied into hundreds of millions. So it's an exponential growth rate, basically. So, Josh, you want to go back to the the retard version? Yeah. So they... With a process of heating and cooling, they can split up DNA strands and recombine them. While they're split up, they have a little primer chemical that is designed specifically. They, they have unique ones for different uh, DNA strands, and it's designed specifically to attach to the um, each side of the split up uh, helices, or each side of the split up strands. <clears throat> and then um, from there, there are spare uh, like nucleic acid, like the, the proteins to um, attach uh, and kind of fill in the blanks. So you go from having um, one DNA spr- strand split into fill in the blank, and then you effectively have two, and you kind of keep doing that process, splitting and recombining, um, heating and cooling, until you have a bunch. Uh, in the process of that, they will, like for a PCR uh, machine, they will have, um, in addition to the um, primer, a fluorescent chemical uh, that will also attach or uh, so after the the sample becomes a certain uh, you know after there's a certain amount of the sample it will literally glow and be be detectable um, yeah is that is that, uh, that okay that makes sense? sense you know what that like does anybody even pose this as a possibility then when it when they are taking this and then uh, doubling it and like these proteins are filling in the blanks and then they have this primer that helps it double or pre- makes it double. The primer is what fills in the blanks. Well, yeah. okay. So the primer, once it's filled in the blanks, uh, I, Josh, I'll use an anime reference for you so that you, okay. Uh, okay. How is it that we know that the, what we're seeing when it's replicated that many times and this primer is filled in the blanks, isn't a complete bastardization of the original. To the point where, like, hold on, I want to give. That's him what his, I uh, was thinking too. No, it's like, how do you know that? Yeah, I want to give the anime reference. Like, you remember the crazy scientist in Full Metal Alchemist who's like makes a chimera daughter that's just like this yeah, yeah. monster. Technically, that thing has human DNA, but you wouldn't call it a human. It's a freakazoid bastardization of part of a human, and it's this like genetic abomination how do they know that what they're looking at is not the chimera abomination version of the dna and that's i think it's a good question too because my my understanding uh based on a color-coded chart on wikipedia is that the majority of the dna samples that they um are are recreating are entirely new because when you you know create two fill in the blanks um and then split those in half and fill in the blanks it, it, as you keep going on it's going to be less and less that's the original dna of the sample and more and more that is the synthesized from the uh the, the nucleic acids that you're, you're providing so uh i i'm not sure exactly how to answer that question but um it it might be a problem but bob did you have something you want to comment 
Yes, <clears throat> because there's been news coverage on this, and they've actually talked about it a little bit. Aaron brought it up on the spot, so I, I haven't, don't, I don't have sources at the moment to back this up, but they were saying the PCR test, it could actually identify like segments of DNA. Like it can actually target, if you're trying to replicate, say, <clears throat> COVID-19, they're, they they get the 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 replication target basically right they they know yes. what they're looking for and they have this this model what is it like the spike protein is that something sure that like they're they're looking for like, in like this configuration of DNA basically but you can take you don't have to take like the whole DNA strand um, no there's, oh, there's a limit they can only for you, the primer they can only have like a certain number of um, yeah so. So basically they're looking for like segments of DNA strands that they're replicating, but the segments of DNA strands are just built. Like these are fundamental building blocks of like life. And in these segments of DNA strands could be segments of different DNA strands of completely different things, but they find like this one signifier that's unique. Right. But how unique is it? That's actually a good point because that what the I remember when we were talking about this before and they said uh, they haven't isolated the full virus or whatever they normally have mm. thirty to forty thousand piece segments like mapped out and they've only gave oh. samples of thirty to forty, which would be point one percent of the of the, the what they what they have claimed they've isolated is point one percent of the virus mapping, which I don't even believe that I think they're full of shit well to give context like a lot of like dna like human dna that they theorize like most of it is remnants of like our evolutionary past and that there's like a very small percentage of our dna strand that actually codes like what gets developed basically in in the human body what grows so for a human genome if you don't have the full sequence it kind of doesn't matter Yes, there, there's a lot well, of information there that is useless. like a leftover okay. and not used, basically. Um, so, w- which makes the the target range of finding those um, unique signifiers in the DNA strand that much more difficult, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I I have a, a comment too from um the that that Brett Weinstein podcast where he's talking to the doctor. I, I think that was it. Where uh, I I had heard them cite that between all of the uh. COVID-19 variants or the, the coronavirus um, strains, variants, whatever, there's only like a like a fraction of a percent or maybe a, a, a percent of difference in the, the genetic sequence or between them, um, between the most different of them. So to, like, let's say, other types of coronaviruses or other, I depending on which um, part of the DNA, which part of the DNA sequence that you are targeting with the primer, how precise can you be when they're, I mean, so one, ideally this means the test works on all the strains and whatever, et cetera. But um, how precise can you actually be if you, you know, don't have the, the full context? The, um, the amount that we like uh, pretend to know about DNA is kind of astounding. Like uh, if somebody doesn't tell you like, okay, when I'm talking about anything, I, I have no problem admitting that I barely know anything about a lot of things. Like, that's just how I am. I can't dive into it too deep. I like to just do, like, instinctual, critical thinking about stuff. I, I don't really 
But these people don't know what they claim to know because when if they did, like, remember all the articles that would always come up when we were kids where it'd be like, oh, they're going to be able to make human clones and human. Oh, they're making this hybrid human. Been that in, uh, China for years. Come on. What are you talking about? It's so stupid because they don't know shit about the human body. Um, and they, they don't know nearly as much as they claim. And, and looking at this PCR test and saying we understand how to map out DNA from start to finish, no the fuck you don't. They're at the same level of understanding DNA right now as like uh, the one chick in Game of Thrones is like, the moon Khaleesi, it's a giant dragon's egg, it is known. Like, <laughs> they're at that stage right now as far as like the human body and the brain and DNA, they don't know half of what they fucking claim to. Moon I think, dragon. I think you nailed it on I the head. It. The the idea that if scientists are saying that like ninety nine percent of the human DNA strand is like unused information going into the development of a human body, like uh, genetically encoded information, like that that just means that's a that's them like sidelining the idea that it's like yeah we know this is the building block of life, but we still have no idea how it works or what it does. <laughs> So, no, that's that's the thing. I, I want to step back a second. So we were talking about how uh, Dr. Fauci and, like, uh, NIH administrator type public officials are the ones who are uh, the kind of spokespeople for the use of this test and a, a lot of um, a lot of modern medicine. But uh, stepping back a second to um, to a cabbage reciting the, the guy he was talking to where uh, Graduate students in university labs and uh, professors, you know, people working in labs doing um, doing this testing are using this test regularly, and they they have an actual academic understanding of what's going on with it, and they're at least citing that they have simple tests to identify that it's working. And you know, that's kind of how once you get to something more complicated, how things have to to work. You have to have a simple test that indicates that. Um, that something works. Like I'm, I'm thinking for for work. Like you know, I work with a bunch of. Uh, I'll, I'll be have a bunch of big matrices. Be calculating stuff with that and make a change. Make a change in that calculation. I'm not going to look through every index in the matrix and identify. Um, oh, this stiffness value was calculated correct correctly. No, I have like simple tests or can check a small portion of it and identify that the you know a change was correct or that it's calculating something physically accurate and um, it, it it's. There, I, I think there are simple tests that could identify that the PCR test is like is accurate or uh, valid for what they're using it for. Okay. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but uh, it depends on what they're using for. First of all, well, yeah, okay. like you said, yes. No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. It also depends on the simplification of the target that they're looking for. So it's like, oh, we're looking for a basic like whatever yes. common thing in this test and then we put this common thing in here and then we can obviously see it and the test positive for it but it go on aaron well josh his example was how he can just put together like a little thing uh like a, he can he can go to yeah, find like, one specific I can test piece the, of the natural frequencies of uh as opposed to checking every index of a matrix something like that yeah so but you don't go well 99 percent of the index in the matrix uh that I don't understand, and also it must be from a way back away time when we don't understand it, but then pretend you know everything about it at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what they're doing with the DNA. They're they're doing this, they have this one thing that they invented 
within our lifetime. Uh, and then they claim to know everything about DNA when they just got to look at the shit 30 years ago. I'm, I'm glad that Aaron has faith in my, my personal scientific rigor. Um, good job. <laughs> well, no, it's just... Wink. Is that what you call faith? <laughs> yeah, but that's what they are claiming right there. They're like, oh, yeah, 99% of human DNA, that's just like past DNA, part of evolution. Uh, the thing we've never been able to give you a single example yeah. of what evolved into what... You know, don't worry about the fact that the fossil record doesn't have a missing link or any kind of, like progression of human beings you know until that we can say oh this monkey here that we found uh, 80 billion years ago eventually became what we are today they can't do that but they already know it like the amount of stuff they know based on a shit ton of presumptions is kind of insane just like they know that the oh this primer just fills in the blanks don't worry hey do you think the blanks might be important no nah, don't worry about it no nah, it just <laughs> fills them in don't worry you don't need to know and plus, I, I have a time limit on this fucking uh, paper I got to publish so we can get grant money. So shut the fuck up. Like, that's how they deal with this. Aaron, do you think ancient humans had inner monologues? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if current humans have inner monologues most of the time. Well, a lot of them don't. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> Are, are we evolving away from it or towards it? That's, I that's, don't that's know. the question. <laughs> We're not. Holy We're fuck. not evolving at all. We've always been the same. Always. Yeah, but did did God design did God design 30% of humans to not have an inner monologue then? No, those are those are there to torment us. The work of <laughs> the devil. The work of the demons. <laughs> This is making a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's a deep dive um, for a later later show. The, the, <laughs> it goes back to though. You know what that goes back to is how the the presumptions that they're making here. The same people will say we know that we came from monkeys, and also we know we're in a simulation. Yeah, evolutionary biology is anything but conclusive uh, at our you know current time. But they they'll believe both those things at the same exact time. Oh, I know that we came from a monkey, and also I know. That we're in a simulation. Those that that's fucking retarded to believe both those at the same time. I understand well, I mean, what I you're saying. Simulation <laughs> makes more sense because, like, there there's such thing as retarded programmers. So, like, the simulation makes way more sense. That's why uh, shit gets changed from like lion to wolf because <laughs> of the simulation. <laughs> you got you guys think the simulation is more okay, more believable than evolution? If I have to choose one. Yeah. What if the simulation's on an immutable blockchain and you can't just change the past like that? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Josh. We well, don't use 99% of the code in the simulation. It's just uh, <laughs> there for no reason. And that means I understand 100% of the current working simulation. So you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Dissecting like the original Pokemon games and seeing the code for like uh, the, the, mo the monsters don't appear until the second second generation and stuff like that. That's that's the world we live in. Um, I cannot relate to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, um, with, with the the um, so far as human DNA goes, uh, the human genome project, well, the human genome is completely sequenced. So we are we scientists supposedly know the whole of uh, you know human DNA uh, makeup or the the sequence of that. 
Um, for a virus or a new a novel virus, I, I'm not. Of course, it's going to be much simpler, but I'm I'm not sure how complex the uh, or I that the new RNA sequence is going to be that they can identify it um, without error pretty immediately, or at least you know as of uh, January 2020. Well, that's sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. No, no, you can you can go. I, I that is one of the like the main ways that they can obfuscate and make this a fraud basically all they have to do is lie about the target reference that people are looking for in each pcr test they said oh look for this and it's just some obscure like dna sequence that if you look at it like you can't be like well this is obviously something else this is obviously just the common cold or just the flu it's just like a dna sequence and so they plug it in and it happens to be a sequence of the common cold or the common flu and all of a sudden you're testing positive common like all the time yeah that's the easiest way to to just make this an entire fraud and since it's 0.1 percent of the full fucking sequence it could be found in multiple things probably Yes, that's the thing. That's that's why it's genius. So it could be a portion of a cold causing coronavirus that uh, you know we weren't aware of. It, that the you know they uh, other labs don't immediately identify that they they kind of just uh, that it's identifying something when they throw in the PCR machine. It has to be a new virus, right? Well, not only that. Uh, okay, they're being told it's a new virus. That's what I'm saying. The target. Yeah, yeah. So who who created yeah. who created these? Do we know who created the primers for these tests, or like uh, how many different primers might exist out there? I don't. Th- this this opens a whole uh, can of worms. You don't have to worry about the primers; they just fill in the blanks. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but also, they are specifically I, I go, modified like to, to one each... thing real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. please. Uh, a, I don't fucking believe them when they say, "Oh yeah, we've mapped out the entire human DNA." Uh, I don't believe genome. that either. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I'm willing to be skeptical. Yeah, about how that. many blanks did you fill in on that? First of all, <laughs> and do something no, cool with it that proves to me that you're even that's even remotely accurate or possible. Well, with advances in machine learning and our new uh, uh, DNA identifying algorithm, we were able to. We, there's a clear pattern to it. We found it out pretty quickly. Once we have quantum computing, we'll really fill in the blanks. Oh yeah, that that like if the second they say pattern, I don't believe them. They're like, oh, so you <laughs> looked at one thing. And then just put copy and paste uh, seven trillion times and said, yeah, that's the whole thing. Right? It's exactly like that. Oh, it's not more complex than that? No. Make a clone. Don't want to. I could, but I don't, I don't <laughs> I feel <could>. like it. <laughs> well, they are making, they are making like sheep in, in plastic bags now, aren't they? Or something similar to, to that. They just use, they dude, half that shit, they just use like an egg and sperm from an animal and then find a way to well, grow yeah. it in a fake womb. Yeah. That's really what they're doing. Yeah. They don't they, understand really how to recreate that synthetically. Yeah. That's all, all they're stupid. doing is making like an incubation chamber. That <laughs> yeah. <creates like laughs> oh, you made that's, a that's wet warm spot. Wow. Way to fucking go, guys. Yeah, you're <laughs> real geniuses. I guess that must mean you know the entire DNA of sheep. Fucking Christ. <laughs> I think oh, you nailed it on the head there. <laughs> It's so stupid. It's it drives me fucking crazy. Like that people believe them, and they're only putting it out because their bosses are the guys selling shit. It's just people selling shit. And if you're a scientist, you have to pretend you discovered some shit, and it your boss 
doesn't care if it's real or not. He just wants it to be able to sell some more shit later. Yeah, I, I think, like, the majority of people, uh, I, I think they get brainwashed a little bit by, like, the science fiction in their lives and in, in the media that they consume. Because, like, people that are generally typically scientifically literate, they can, like, you know, like, spout off, like, the typical stuff. They also think, like, I, I think their worldview overestimates exactly how much like science has progressed because like it science is still very very analog in the sense where it's like the pcr test is all you do is heat and cool like you throw in like a, a sample dna and then you put some primer in it some goop and then you heat and cool the thing several times in a system and like that's it like that's like the test that's all they do the amount they claim to know and they make dumb claims like they're the most un they'll say the most unscientific shit like they usually say, uh, they they usually just start. They go start off with a miracle, and then science will explain the rest. Where it's like, uh, this is like in science magazines and shit. They'll be like, uh, so after the Big Bang, lightning hit primordial ooze. Like, uh, what now? Is that a fucking soup? Like, what are you talking about? Where? What is the DNA makeup of primordial ooze? Have you ever seen primordial? Have any of you ever seen primordial ooze, or did they just make some shit up? Like, th it's this stupid all the time. I mean, I drove through Skid Row in L.A., but <laughs> <laughs> that was low. Yeah, L.A. is the so proof I of primordial ooze. <laughs> yeah. I, I think. I think the. Uh, the discussion of what si what the application of science is and what it actually says and uh, discovers and can uh, comprehensively say or definitively definitively say brings us kind of back brings us back to the the uh, question of the PCR test and really um, infectious diseases to begin with because say if we look at something like the common cold that's described by a set of symptoms. Um, you know, you have a cough and a runny nose and uh, all that fun stuff. Um, shortness of breath and, uh, and whatever in your lungs. And it's not, it's caused by um, several different viruses, which, you know, viruses, they're going to uh, uh, <clears throat> cultivate and inflame or cause inflammation in your body in different ways, etc. But what's actually describing the disease is this, and they're not testing for anything in there it's it's not this like a one-to-one -one causation process or one-to-one -one, we know what causes disease we know where this comes from we know how to prevent it immediately or it's not it's not that sort of process okay and, well yeah. logically tell me if this makes sense so like you said the cold is a set of symptoms all yes. right so every single living person has had a cold knows the symptoms of the cold, and can see the symptoms of the cold during the night. So you don't have to prove that. That just is. Those symptoms exist. There's no debate whether colds exist, right? Right. Follow me? No, no, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, science, what it does, our scam uh, science of today, is they take something that's 100% true, the symptoms of a cold, and then they reverse engineer an explanation. Uh, they don't they don't figure out what causes it. They just go, well, maybe, you know, uh, it must be these viruses, these little fucking guys we see in your body. Um, and they don't have any proof of the cause of a cold. They they really don't. Um, 
here's something like they don't have any way to prove that viruses cause the symptoms in your body. You know, you know how I know that because they brag about how many viruses are in your fucking body. Do you know how many viruses are in the human virome? No, virome? No. <laughs> I don't I don't know how, how many is a lot of viruses. I don't know. I don't have a okay. scale of how, it, how, like you you have many, all of them. <laughs> how many viruses do you think are in your body? Like like different ones yeah, or different no, ones? Uh, uh, I'm a clean boy, so none. Three hundred eighty trillion. A three hundred. I was gonna say like a dozen. Three hundred. Wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah, you say three hundred. Three hundred and eighty trillion viruses are in your body. Nope, zero. I have zero. <laughs> now I'm perfectly healthy. That what number, are you talking about? <laughs> just look up how many viruses. How many viruses are in a human? On are in the average human body. How many this cells is, are in a human body? Like, what? What is the scale? They just say big numbers to go. So you go, whoa! I could never understand that. All right, lab coat man, give me your drugs. Like that is, it's that fucking dumb. 380 three hundred eighty trillion. That's uh more than there are grains of sand on the beach, but less than there are stars in the sky. Okay, I understand perfectly now. It's always that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so okay, the so they claim. <laughs> They claim 380 trillion viruses are in your body. How they get that number? Who knows? They ain't counting them. You could count a virus. They could discover a new one every second, and everyone would be dead since the beginning of human beings before you ever counted all the viruses. Okay? So that's just based on their claim. They're bragging about this. That they know this. That's the human virome. Look it up. It's fucking stupid. And then, not only do they do that, they go... Oh, we know for a fact that this one causes those symptoms. How do you know? Oh, well, we put some primer in a piece of DNA and then replicated it. it don't worry, it just filled in the blanks, but that told us everything we need to know. It, it didn't tell us the 99% we don't know, but the 1% we do know is everything you need to know about it. We, we fucking promise. Now take the pill. Like, it's... <laughs> do you see a trend yeah, no, I, okay, so I, I, I was doing a quick sanity check, and I, I Google it. <laughs> It's it's the first. There's a preview for the result. That's how how notable it is from scientificamerican.com. It's exact at 380 no, trillion, no, ten times the number of bacteria. No, no, it, it no. Work. Like like it's what? No, like what? I sorry, sorry, Aaron. I I don't mean to uh, medical be an science. Ass. I just wanted to make sure. It, yeah, no, I just wanted Aaron to make, make sure it. that it wasn't like. Uh, Aaron, yeah, no, no, this it. is Jesus Christ. Jesus. Like, Josh, medical science what? is the biggest scam on the planet. Josh, here's another brag from scientists. Uh, here. We discover a new virus and everything we ever could ever know about it. Let's say we map one out every minute. The sun will burn out before you fucking map them all. They claim that they know this shit and they don't know anything. They are liars that are selling you so, shit. I, I brought it up briefly earlier uh, as a joke, but this time I want to suggest in a in a more serious context, the... the uh, new the upcoming reality of quantum computing oh jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ oh that, that's how they'll map all these viruses is a uh, quantum computing because we totally know how that works too yeah be it's gonna be don't worry about it we'll have it it'll be it'll be invented right before the flying car that's it will be invented well, you, by you 2020 know, 
the only people actually investing serious money in quantum computing are banks. In case uh, you wanted wanted context for how how that development's coming along. I, I I have an idea for a new segment. How about we let's let's go back in the past and figure <laughs> out all the things the science pr- promised that they they'd have done in ten years because they already know. Like, how many things do they know that they're going to have in ten years that they promised? And it's going to be like fifty years ago, forty years ago, twenty Dude, years ago. There, there's It'll be impossible to sell a, a gas-powered car in 10 years because everything will be electric. Well, yeah. in California, oh, that'll be true. Yeah, no, actually, a bunch of the states are passing laws. So that's going to be the case. So, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, they always say that shit. Always. They always say it. They say that shit. Dude, they said we were going to be off of gas-powered cars when I was a kid. We were, we were about to hit peak oil any day, so we had to invent the electric car. And and we're gonna only drive electric cars by the year two thousand. Like they do that shit all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. We mapped out the whole human genome. Oh, can you do anything applicable with it? No, but we know that this pill cures you of everything. Oh, that was such a <laughs> that was such a weird occurrence too. Because I remember the early two thousands. There was such a big deal with the human genome project and them figuring that out. And then I I so. Correct me if I'm wrong, if you had different experience, but I don't remember them have like any press release or news event for completing that project, like actually finishing mapping out the human genome there. It was kind of a uh, soft delivery. Like, did, did you guys remember seeing anything in the news or that uh, when that actually happened? I found yes. Out later. Yes, I did, because I was actually um, going through school at that time uh, in college okay. and I was uh the college I was going to at the time uh, actually helped work on the human genome project. And like they did like this huge like event and stuff like that. That's like the only reason. But like after searching for it years later, like I, I went years later to like look for it and to like look into the project in its entirety because I just kind of saw it and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yay, go science kind of thing. And uh, <laughs> when, when I looked into it later, it was very like, um, uh, I couldn't find a lot of information on it for the most part. Uh, it was very, yeah, Bob, they already figured, they already figured out the only application you need. It's uh, to tell white girls how black they are. No, I mean, like, like that, everything once you do that, there's the other 99% of the applications of it are invalid. We don't need those. Everything I found was like service level, like Buzzfeed news type of like headlines about like the project. Like I couldn't find any like specifics about what? anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, they, did they like discover the cause of 9-11 in the, the human genome and have to redact it or something? What the hell? Well, they would have to be very anti-Semitic if that happened. <laughs> they do this all the time, <laughs> guys. Human genome. <laughs> they do it with every science industry. It's all a scam. If there's not a direct application available to the public, it's 99% of the time a scam. It's a uh, private space uh industry where they are going that yeah in five years we're going to be taking citizens up to space they've been saying that shit since like 1980 every well, jeff time. bezos is going any day now uh, he's a regular citizen right we're get, getting closer at 2024 i keep talking about how they're definitely not going to the fucking moon like they definitely said they were going to been talking about that since the start of the show it's gonna tick closer and closer and they're never gonna fucking do it because it's all bullshit there's like some truth that then they reverse engineer an explanation for, say it's fact, and there's no applicable, uh, there's nothing you can apply to it except to sell you some bullshit that's going to kill you. 
And then in 20 years, all they do is go, oh, scientists discovered one thing that made everything we know about virology completely debunked. And then they'd be like, wow, science is great. Can you believe we used to think that? Give me the and, new pill. And the one guy that discovered it will be a nut job that they completely throw out of society because <laughs> he knows too much. <laughs> is this fucking Brave New World scenario? Oh, what, um, yes, so I it, is. Build, <laughs> yes, it, it is. It is that scenario. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Wake up, uh, I, I want to I build off of... <laughs> um. I want to build off of what you're saying, Aaron, and, and revisit what we talked about a couple weeks ago with HIV AIDS, where back in uh, 1988, so I was doing a bit of reading this morning to, to follow up on the topic, um, and back in, I think it was 1988, there were two papers published in uh, the, the top medical journals uh, and scientific journals. Um, one of them was titled HIV Causes AIDS, and the other one was titled HIV Does Not Cause AIDS. The one, the, the one, that, so, so, there was a pretty open debate uh, back then, which is you know good to you know have open debate, be trying to figure out the science, fi figure out the, the truth of the matter. The one that was uh, purporting that HIV does definitively cause AIDS, they um, they had a bunch of uh, population um, population data observing the instances of um, HIV antibodies in people. Uh, with relation to uh, the occurrence of AIDS. So effectively trying to correlate um, if this person has HIV antibodies, then that means they had the HIV virus, a virus in their body that their, their immune systems are responding to. And from there, uh, if they also have AIDS at a correlation higher than the general population, then voila, uh, HIV causes AIDS. Well, isn't and the other article was the scientific term or, yeah, for that. Yeah. Isn't it the correlation always equals causation? That's what they say for that, right? I mean, that's that's what I learned in school. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, that's that's exactly what the HIV does not cause AIDS paper was saying. Was uh, it, it was pretty much pointing out all the issues with the scientific method, um, and uh, some outlier cases that was uh, you know poking holes in the original theory. And from from some uh, cursory reading past that, it. It seems like the debate's still open till today. I mean, well, you know, as much as there is allowed to be open debate in the scientific community today, but it's it's an open question, I'll say, um, that they haven't proven that it causes this and this. They're trying to, like you're saying, reverse engineer an explanation for uh, where this acquired immunodeficiency syndrome is coming from and uh, the, the lack of the, the what certain T cell and they come up with this one explanation without, uh, you know, direct good evidence necessarily ever they never have good evidence people uh people explain that away in a lot of different things they don't like to say it's corruption uh, a lot of people really can't handle the fact that uh everyone that's ever been in a position of power above you was placed there and they will sit there and look you in the eye and lie to you every fucking day for the rest of your life until you're dead um they, people can't handle that. So they say shit like, uh, publish your parish. It's, uh, you know, and it's true. Publish your parish exists. Um, if you aren't published and you're not making your university some money, you're out of that doctorate program. They don't need you. And uh, that's what propagates the system, that kind, of, uh, that kind of setup. So people will just lie to survive through it. 
But the system yeah, set oh, up I, that I'll way. Assumptions. That's what they want. They want it to be that way, though. That's perfect for them. They because that makes it so the only people that get through for the most part are either a genius who invents some shit that makes the money, or people willing to just fucking lie until they get paid. Those are the two people that make it through academia. That's what Publisher Parish creates. And the genius, as long as he doesn't step out of line, then you don't have to say he's cra- he went crazy. Because uh, you're just looking for products to sell, really, at the end of the day. Wait, but R- Royal Rife had his Rife machine. Why, why didn't they try to sell that? Um, yeah. if, it's a and, cure. Like, why did they try to discredit him as being crazy? We already said. We already, yeah, we I, already I know. know. It's <laughs> cure. We, can, we don't sell cures. We sell treatments. You know, if that treated cancer, if it froze it in time and you had to go get it every week, they would have been like, you are emperor of science. We're promoting you to the emperor of science. Treatments and preventions. Yes. Oh, yeah. Preventative. That's my favorite. Because yeah. all of those are just <laughs> correlation and causation. Oh, yeah. If you take an aspirin, you have a 2% less chance to have a heart attack. Yeah, take this blood. I, I guess because <laughs> we did a study from- one time, a correlation study one time, and we just etched that in stone because it helps sell our product. I, I see this as like a, I'm, I'm sure also an insurance problem factor as well, where uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure from medical insurance companies to uh, try and define liability and risk in ways that are advantageous to themselves. And, you know, the doctors and scientists are the ones coming up with answers for that. Uh, and they're, they're being paid for those answers. Yeah, but those that's exactly what happens. Though. It's the same thing is they need an answer. It's a time limit answer. And it's a it better be the answer we want it to be. Yeah. And so that that's kind of thing is they're they're forcing uh, the um, I don't know, I'll just say corporatization uh, of medical community is forcing there to be definitive answers to things, simple answers you can go sell to the public. And that's that's the problem with uh, the HIV scenario, where I, now, I think... It, 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 this is what you're fucking up with that. It's the exact same thing where people don't... You're, that answer is for people who can't deal with the fact that everyone is lying to them and doesn't... They want to drain the blood out of them and their family. It's not just that they need the quick answer... They need the quick answer scenario set up so that you can sleep at night so you don't think you're being lied to on every fucking level of your life from the time you enter kindergarten on. Uh, because, and, and a lot of people are do it unwittingly. They don't even know. They were lied to. They think it's the truth. Um, they think the Dust Bowl happened. Obviously, that's retarded. <laughs> but, like, that, it really, it's what it boils down. It, it's how it boils down is... Uh, you're you're constantly being like you have to you know cabbage is never going to win an argument with that guy because it does require you to have enough critical thinking to understand how somebody says here's a fact there's colds we want to end up at the solution by our cold medicine reverse engineer an explanation for why this cold medicine helps your cold even better let's make it something that doesn't have a cure and just say it lets you live longer cancer you have cancer cancer exists this is we're gonna say is the cure reverse engineer how we can say that this cure or this treatment helps you last six months longer than you would without it and that's how that's science in a nutshell it's all it is well that's the one thing they allow us to is uh for general general society general narrative is that 
uh, we don't have a cure for cancer. That's the one thing they uh, we have a cure for everything else. Literally everything else. Just not cancer. This is too complicated. Scientists are working on it. Five years from now, if you keep donating money to to these yeah. organizations, we'll have it. That uh, here's one of my oh uh, one of my favorites is now here's the new one. Let's just say it. Hopefully, hopefully it's not the fucking UN population control agenda twenty one shit from like the seventies uh, come to fruition where they want to break the population down by twenty thirty and they're trying to kill everybody. Hopefully it's just another money scam with this COVID shit and the vaccine <laughs> because this is how they do it. They go, all right, uh, we don't even have a symptom. So let's just say there's one coming. <laughs> then we say there's a cure. But not only do they, we have to scare people into taking the cure. We also have to, you have to find the answer to this problem. People aren't allowed to not take the thing we're selling. You actually have a forced sale on you now because just selling you the fear isn't making us rich quick enough. We need now, it, it, we need our sales rate to be at 85% of the whole world. I mean, the, the vaccines are free for, you know, the, the individual. It's the, the government and tax dollar that's, uh, that's yeah. paying for them. That's, so, like, the sale's pretty easy is what it looks like. That's, that's the best case scenario, by the way. That's hopefully, yeah, yeah, I pray yeah. to God, hopefully that's what's happening. Is that they're just trying to figure out how to get their sales number to eighty five percent or seventy percent or whatever it is in your area now? But just another, just another down on his luck Pfizer CEO trying to make a quick buck. Yeah, and uh, one of the new billionaires. <laughs> Jesus, Josh. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love your pitches. <laughs> I love your commercial, like quick commercials, right there. <sighs> so, Bob, what do you like? Does that sound, like? I can't prove any of that. I'm just looking at what they're doing and who's benefiting from it and using some critical thinking to go, this is the most likely. Occam's Razor says that this is a fucking scam and almost all science is. Like, what do you, what, what's your opinion on that, like, <laughs> way of looking at it? Am no. I, like, retarded or? No, because I, I feel like I've I brought up, and even you at this point have brought up Occam's Razor in the past, like, two or three weeks, like, quite frequently and this always comes down to like narrowing down on a scam yes it is a scam it is obviously a scam if you like straight up look at everything that's happening look at like the pharmaceutical industry as a whole everything that they do is a scam there there's no way to get out of it and we okay <laughs> so <laughs> What? Well, Go I'll ahead. Here. I'll hear you out. Yeah. No, no, no. I. <laughs> Someone interrupt me here. <laughs> oh, uh, well, okay. So how I look at it, I, it's not that I don't believe in in science. Like the PCR test, I feel like could have some cool applications um, if they were honest about it. But what happened is they came out with this and they go, oh, tell everybody we know exactly what viruses do and that we can see them in your blood. We'll be able to sell so much shit that way. Well, and that's the obvious it, tell for the scam, though, right? Is them coming out with the utmost confidence in whatever they're doing. They have no idea what they're doing ever. And so the second yeah, they and tell you, we know definitively that this causes this, you know for a fact that that's the opposite of the truth at that and point. And what, what they should be telling you when they come out with something cool like the PCR test, that's a cool tool for science, is they yes. go, this might help us understand point zero one percent of human dna 
That's what they should say if they're being honest. This is the door. The, 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 too this much is nuance, like the, man. No, it's the key to open up a door to like a vast amount of knowledge that'll take us centuries, if not a millennia, to understand and to study. Yeah. And they boldly come out within a decade and be like, well, we mapped the whole thing. We understand everything now. But we can't produce anything out of it. We cannot produce anything out of it. It's all fucking sales pitches. It's all fucking narratives, like driven storytelling. And it's yeah. in the realm of science. And it's so mind boggling to me to go from the sacred notion of like Newton, like Newton's laws of physics that can be re- like reproduced all of the time in any circumstance by any individual by themselves with like a limited amount of tools and now we're getting to this and it's just like the most convoluted obfuscated bullshit on the planet medical science is a scam like 100 percent. jesus christ just oh my god <laughs> well bob that's you're right everything's a sales pitch if i'm going to tell you that it yeah it's going to take a millennia to get all of this use out of a pcr machine or uh, that it's going to be 200 years before uh at, at this continuing rate that we don't know about that uh, emissions are going and climate change is going to destroy the planet um no one's going to buy into it it has to be some sense of urgency and that's that's you know they they've been very successful with that over the years uh i want to i want to comment on one other thing as well the the causation bit where um well I, effectively like you were saying there's if it, the, the scientific tools and if used correctly have phenomenal benefit we can learn a ton from them but if used incorrectly it becomes an immediate scam i have in front of me the the, the tenets or the postulates of germ theory so you know the idea that uh diseases can be caused by bacteria and viruses um, oh, let's look at number three. The cultured microorganism should cause disease when introduced into a healthy organism. Let's look at the coronavirus. Uh, oh, if you test, if they um, identify this virus in your body and you're asymptomatic, as in disease has not been caused, uh, where there's a there's a big disconnect here in how they're using the science and using germ theory and things like that to actually, you know identify disease and try and help people or supposedly try and help people <coughs> they did that with um they did that with tons of things with germ theory is so another one of those things it's just your it's germ theory because uh there's not a lot yeah. of proof that it's a hundred it's definitely not 100 percent accurate they've done things like uh take smallpox pus out of people throw introduce some smallpox like they'd make people eat it and snort it and shit and just oh, see if they could get oh, smallpox and they Jesus wouldn't Christ. get it. Oh yeah, gross. But, oh Jesus. Ah. And so so the whole thing of like if you're near a guy with smallpox, you'll get it. Blech. It's not what causes it. It is there's something causing it, obviously. It but it's not necessarily a germ or a, or a virus or a bacteria. It's, it's not a one to one equation germ into body you have the disease they don't yeah they don't know what all the criteria are to make it so that you're sick with the thing that they can't cure like they don't they (laughs) don't know that yet they don't know how to recreate that i I think germ theory i i I would have to do a little research on like the history of it but what i feel like how it came about was doctors started washing their hands before doing surgery and noticed like a significant survival rate in their patients 
And they're like, oh man, there must be like shit that kills people on my hands before I, I fucking washed them and shit like that. And it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, well, it, it, like very, like these very simple practices like put into the industry that increase like survivability rate. And then they come up with a theory to justify it. But it's like, yes. Well, and not like, only is it ancient well, that, civilizations that knew these things. Well, it's not only the industry, though. It's like uh, just things that are introduced to society. Like uh, a lot of the diseases that they claimed killed people and probably big. And I think that's all bullshit, too. I don't think as many people died of some of these things that they as they say did. But uh, that's another story. But a lot of these things like polio and smallpox and uh, yeah, all sorts of shit it all went down when people were getting uh able to take baths in their own houses and, and on a regular basis and people were had access to varieties of food and vitamins and minerals that they didn't have ever in history uh yes. food variety from just being able to eat different things all of us have better diets than most emperors in history yes it's two things is basic hygiene and basic nutrition has made yeah. the world that much yeah. more healthier that's it not medical like science more more than any vaccine more than any drug more than yes. any, it's it's absolutely yes. and, and a bunch of grapplers doctors came in and went oh i did it ah. like and that's what happened i was my fault i i cured everybody and and then we went, oh shit thank god for science without them we everyone would just be dead at 25 they, they think we that. just we just have to cure the last 10 to 15% now, Aaron. And that's what the scientists are for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's maddening to watch. It really is. It's like, it's so that's obviously a scam. And you're for. just watching droves of adults just being like, you don't know. And you're like, you refuse to even look it up. You're looking you at a headline about it. Basic science, you dumb cunt. What, what are you saying? We don't understand. Like... Yeah, these are the. These I, I are the know people. I don't understand. Neither do they. I'm being honest about it. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know how to map out the human genome. Guess who else doesn't? The fucking liars that said they did. They're definitely. They definitely don't know either. At least I'm telling you the fucking truth. The sheer arrogance of of the scam is what gives it away. 100 yeah. percent of the time. Every <laughs> and, time. The sheer arrogance of science in general at this late late in the stage of a game, like that's what gives it away. The the more confident they are, it, it's oh god, it's the biggest. And they tell. just say big numbers, dude. Yeah, I, I think I fucking turned. I think I turned Josh's brain into mush when I told him the three hundred eighty trillion viruses. Oh my god! And I was not exaggerating at all. Yeah, three hundred eighty trillion. That's an obvious, that's fake, and that's fucking gay. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. They didn't even see, wait, 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 sorry, I, I was doing another quick sanity check. They didn't even sequence the whole human genome. Um, <clears throat> the project was not able to complete sequence all the DNA found in human cells. It sequenced only the euchromatic uh, regions of the genome, which make up 92.1%. Uh, but it was declared complete. Okay. So just to, to put things in context. They, ran out of they also didn't basically. do 92.1%. Don't worry about it. They've yeah. been lying about that too. They're just saying shit. They ran they ran out of funding, basically. Yeah. The NIH was funding them. They didn't run out of funds. <laughs> I think that's probably it on that. But like it, it just it drives me crazy watching people get scammed this bad. And then being so like 
you know what it is? I'm actually more just pissed off that like I'm they're making me feel like I want the vaccine to be like a, a fucking cyanide. Okay, I'm like, I just can you just all go away? But like, I don't want to think that. So I'm just like, ugh. no, it, it's never it, it's not going to be something that people will just start dropping dead in like six to eight months or like two years after the vaccine. No. What's going to happen is that people will get mildly less healthy and then they will prescribe a shit ton more drugs to these people. And that's how they totally. do it. They always they always do it by increments. They never yeah. do a, a far reaching grab for your rights or your health, but they do it in increments. They've, the guy pushing this is the guy that sold you AZT. Dude, I, yes. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if the booster shot, like by the time you get your fifth booster shot, you're like. Freddie Mercury in 1993. I was just post Highlander, like, uh, like fucking skinny in a bed. Oh, oh, I just need one more booster shot, then I'll be better. It's like, Thank what? I won't die of COVID, and they're like 49 years old, like in a hospital bed, like can't stand. Yeah, them. like they, they have no more hair. They're like, you know, their dick doesn't work anymore. And they're like, oh, uh, you're crazy for not taking this booster shot. It's like, hey, dude, how about you stop? with this like uh, i can't be wrong i'd rather die than be wrong and i'm gonna tell you you're a retard as i <laughs> gasp my last breath of air uh, and then at you go, 48 years old no he's gonna and, tell you that you're differently abled excuse you very much Aaron. And, yeah. and then you go to a picnic in texas in the middle of summer with all these healthy young and like beautiful people all around with a a, a healthy worldview that aren't sucked into this fucking scam of a system <laughs> Yeah, who would make and, fun of you if you tried to cover your mouth with a fucking diaper on your face like a retard? <laughs> they yeah. just go, are you crazy? <laughs> and you they're doing? the crazy yeah. ones. They're the ones yeah. everyone says are crazy. Let's wait until we do the episode to uh, declare Flat Earth Theory as a healthy worldview. Uh, it is. <laughs> Even if they're 100% wrong. Here, Josh, I'll tell you this Even right now. The, yeah, I, agree. I, I, I promise you. Already. I already know if what you're <laughs> Let's just say... They're 100% wrong. They've been retarded the whole time. Guess what they don't believe in? They don't believe these fucking scientists. They don't believe in this nihilism trap that everybody set out for you. Uh, yeah. They think that at, none of them are racist or homophobic or any of those fucking terms that you have because they all think that uh, the, if the Earth's flat, guess what would that they definitely do? They all believe in God. So they all believe everyone has like a soul and is like uniquely important, like cosmically, instead of thinking that they're a speck of dust on a speck of dust on a speck of dust. So you know what they do? They have 12 children and they are nice to everybody that they fucking see because it is a healthy way to live. Like objectively, it, it there's not even an argument against it. And, and your best <laughs> argument is that you might be wrong about a fucking geometry problem. <laughs> <laughs> but Aaron, if if an individual were to walk by uh, as part of a parade in a rainbow speedo and a gimp mask, I'm pretty sure you would see some homophobia come out. Then, no, acceptable. No, you'd you'd literally have them be like, I, I feel so bad. I wish I could tell him how how he's fucking up his life. How would you cover the eyes of ten children yeah, in that yeah, scenario? That's the real. That's just unlivable. That's just unrealistic. You, <laughs> you think they're on Parade that. Square? Like the, they're on the parade <laughs> line at LA in LA? No, they've already avoided that <laughs> trap. So don't worry about it. They're not already. They don't have to cover any eyes. They're there to like 
more <laughs> like, to weep for the people. Like they're like literally the best people you could ever meet. Like it, it's objectively healthy. So, like, even yeah. if they're wrong, a hundred percent wrong. Absolutely, I totally agree. <laughs> and not only that, you know what's even better about it? They don't have the annoying parts of the Christian because they're so ostracized that they don't dare do that to anybody else. They're not like perfect. They're not like you don't know what you're talking about. You're a retard. Like they don't. They're just like. Yeah, people think we're crazy, but, you know, I get it. Yeah, I thought it was crazy, too. Like, that's that's what the conversation you get. So they won't be upset when me and Kevin pull out the Book of Enoch and... <laughs> no, they're all way into the Book of Enoch. Are you kidding me? They oh, all... What? Perfect. They're all into just reading shit that was never presented to us as children. Like, that's what they're into. That's why we uh, know this shit that no one else knows. That I we might be wrong, maybe we're wrong. It's still objectively a better way to live. But all I'm into now is learning about shit that I've never even knew existed, and I, that makes me really dumb. That's all I know. By people who are like, I need another booster shot. Urgh. I'm not gay or retarded enough. I need to level up. Give me a second <laughs> booster shot. And it's like I think I'm on the right track here. Even if I'm, even if I get some details wrong, I'm 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 100 on the right track. Aaron, you're, you, you are wasting your time uh, reading all these false manuscripts about things, whereas uh, living in a simulation, the, the booster shot, it's, it's, imagine it like an injection of knowledge, like a, a matrix sort of scenario. Um, it, it's just bringing them closer to, uh, like you said, leveling up. Yeah, I imagine it like we're, the, we're all heading towards the, the main population is all about to be the people in Wally, flying around on their fucking moto, motorized scooters. Eating uh, locust meat. Fucking Baron Harkonnen. <sighs> Wait, so, Bob, did you have another vaccine song? Yeah, yeah, was that, is that what you have up? <laughs> yeah, let's oh. end this. This is going <laughs> long. I, start cringing now, or... Okay. <laughs> this is going to be terrible. You guys ready for this one? Oh, I'm I love never it. ready for of any course. of them. All right, let's hit it. Please welcome the President of the United States, Joe R. Biden. Come on, folks, let's get back on the town. With all those jabs, I'm gonna work this out and bring our cases down. With all those jabs, I'm trying to pass my reform bill. But with Joe Manchin here, don't think I ever will. And still on top of this, we're in a health crisis with all those jabs come on down and get a shot or two of all those jabs but shooting shots is not our only thing to do oh no it's not just jabs most republicans are not a fan of our multi-trillion dollar budget plan But whilst our team reviewed We're trying to distribute And do Those Jabs Whoa They've done 300 million shots so far With all those jabs Oh And still the White House wants to raise a bar Joe, Joe, delivering vaccination, it's JB's 
priority to do that job. Could you not hear that? So I, I heard him I singing. I can only hear the lyrics or the vocals. Yeah, uh, we heard him singing with none of the instrumentals, so it sounded horrible. It was really insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the instrumentals are very low on on the audio there, but it doesn't help it at all. I like I like all. that intro, but do you want to just play play that what I just popped up uh, there? Because I that's actually what uh, what Joe Biden sounds like. He doesn't do renditions of all that jazz. We'll just do we'll do what the president really sounds like. To work for McDonald's and get three cents to five cents more of the Fortune 500 companies, over 350 make you sign an agreement. If you come to work for them, you'll never discuss the wage you make with another employee or you get penalized. Why? So you're doing the same job he's doing and you're doing, and you're getting paid less because you're a woman. They don't want anybody to know about it. And the third thing is, last year alone, $1.2 billion in overtime was denied by our, for hourly workers who were not unionized. $1.2 billion. So you go ahead and you stack spaghetti sauce at a store in, in, in a supermarket. You control the guy or the woman who runs the, run, run brings out the carts on, 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 on a forklift. What happens? <laughs> they make you management. You can't get paid overtime. And you see it happening with labor as well. So the bottom line is I'm for you because American. <laughs> All that. Jab! <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> you, you stack uh, 1.2 billion. You stack spaghetti sauce at the supermarket, and then run, 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 and then run the forklift, and then you they make you management. Like that's like the quote. Yeah, that, that's incredible. Holy shit! I've never heard that one before. I mean, uh. It's countless. It, it's insane. Uh, this is what I mean. Everyone's delusional. I don't. I, I hate every president. Like everyone kind of knows that Trump's hilarious, but even him. I when he became vaccine salesman of the year, I was like, all right, I, enough of this guy. But like, um, they you know they would they what was mainstream news when uh, George Bush was like nuclear, like he said like nuclear weird, and I was like nuclear, yeah. And it's just so, it's so dumb. Like, I can't believe people fall for this fucking puppet show for everybody. Crazy. Do right, you want to just end it on this last clip, too? Because we have, uh, this is how crazy the news has gotten. People are, like, okay with this. <laughs> this one blew me away. Oh, Jesus, this. Okay. It's crazy. You got it ready? Uh, which one? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Let's go. Panic eruption there in more than 40 years. The volcano sent a thick cloud of smoke 20,000 feet into the sky, spewing ash for miles. Cruise ships are evacuating people from the island, but only those vaccinated against COVID. So I went to check if that news report was true, and uh, unfortunately, it was. Don't want to get vaccinated? Mm, oh, oh, what's that? You can't? Oh, you haven't been able to yet? Oh, I'm sorry. You get to die via volcano. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Can't believe that they're literally sacrificing the unvaccinated to a volcano. I, I for one, welcome our magma overlords. Yeah. You've got mail. What the fuck? Whatever. Fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat.